have to go stare at my plants and talk to them for at least 50% of my day. Um, they, <laughs> they all need my attention. Uh, such a plant mom. Hey everyone. Welcome to It's Not Me, It's COVID with Courtney Allen. I'm your host, Courtney. This podcast series is going to be all about dating during COVID. Yes, we are in a pandemic and don't know how long this is going to last, but people want that attention, affection, and connection. So why the fuck not make a podcast all about that? Zoom calls, FaceTime dates, texting, dating apps, ghosting, how hard it is to actually date, especially during this time in our lives. And who knows, maybe some one-on-one socially distanced dates. We're going to talk all about that. So strap in and feel the feels. Hope you like it because here we go. Happy Halloween week, the best holiday. Okay, well, one of the best holidays. I think Halloween and Thanksgiving are my favorite holidays and Hanukkah because my mom makes the best latkes, but Halloween, spooky, it's spooky time, which means I keep, no, that's not true because I keep saying that fall is here, but fall isn't here, but it is kind of getting colder, kind of not. I don't know what we're doing for Halloween. I think carve pumpkins and maybe drive around the neighborhood to see all of the Halloween decorations. I don't know if kids are going to be trick-or-treating this year, unfortunately, because of COVID. So, yeah, I don't really know what that situation is. I had a very (laughs) fun weekend, last weekend. I got high for the first time in eight years. Yeah, eight fucking years. And it was a trip. I took an edible. It was like a chocolate-covered blueberry, the lowest dose, because I, pot, I, I mean, I don't, I don't smoke pot, I don't, I don't do the pot, I also don't drink, I haven't drank in five years, I know, I'm kind of, meh, whatever, but nothing that, I'm totally for if you want to drink or smoke pot, like, totally go for it, that, it's just, I have kidney stones and a lot of other stomach issues, so I'd rather not because that could really fuck up your stomach, you know, and my kidneys. But it was a freaking trip. I was so giggly, and we were playing Cards Against Humanities and Mad Libs, and the one, I don't remember, but you put like the, the um, what is it? I forgot what it's called. Is it the Ellen game? That you like, you stretch your mouth out with those things, like those plastic things. Anyway, it was hilarious. It was so much fun. Um... I would be down and do it again. I was also laying on the floor by the end of the night. <laughs> so it was it was good. It was much needed. And I passed the fuck out. Oh, my God. I slept like a freaking baby. I'm so excited for this episode. I call it the Halloween episode because, well, it is. It's coming out on the 29th. And I have one of my best friends on it, Sean Duffy, who is a witch, which is so exciting. And I I won't get into it so much, but we're going to talk about her and her relationship of eight years with Zach, one of my favorite relationships that I know and their story and just everything. I, I mean, I love these two people so much and I say that. Their relationship is just, it, it gives hope. It really, really does. And we're going to talk about 
the start of their relationship. We're going to talk about all the ups and downs and their relationship during COVID, which has been very interesting, but has a bright side to it. Super, super exciting. And we actually, Sean and I do a tarot reading at the end. She taught me tarot, crystals, my spirituality, which is super, super cool because she is a witch. She practices Wicca and she has so much knowledge and has been practicing for over 10 years. It's pretty amazing to just hear her and watch her do her magic, which is true because she can. She is a magical human being. So I am so, so excited and it's time to, let's get into it. Yeah. You can always learn more with always. magic. We can. We yes. can. Yes, we can. Okay, let's get started. Everyone, yes. I am so happy. Oh my God, this is episode seven. Episode seven with like my other person, basically. You're basically my other half, Sean Duffy. Oh Sean, basically. Sean, say hi to everyone. Hello, everyone. Nice to virtually meet you. Yes, nice to virtually meet everyone. Sean, <laughs> tell the world who you are, what you do, all that good shit. Yeah, so obviously my name's Sean. Um, which, which is, is such a dope name. It's, a, it's definitely a unique name. I've gotten a lot of rap for it growing up, obviously. Everybody with a name that isn't um, Sarah, Brittany, or Jessica has gotten... <laughs> no offense to Sarah, Brittany, or Jessica's. I love but like, Sarah, No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But everybody that has had this unique experience with a name that is not necessarily American... I guess right. you can say. Right. We've had it hard, but you know what? That's only contributed to my growth. So thank you. Thank you, boys. So thank you. And the fact <laughs> that it's spelled not like S-E-A-N because that is seen. That yep. is seen. That is seen. That is that seen. That is that is seen. That is not Sean. It's yep. even better. So mm-hmm. yes. Anyway, continue. I Anyway. I, yes. Yeah. So S-H-A-U-N, which is actually like, I don't think many other people have their name spelled that way females it's usually s-h-a-w-n yeah or another um a twist and a turn of me oh yeah but <laughs> anyway um i'm sean i'm a practicing witch for over 10 years um i am a spooky bitch um <laughs> i also <laughs> i'm the original spooky bitch okay but really um, but really <laughs> um I work in the publishing industry. I'm also a writer. Um, I product write for a small bath and body company called Lucid Living Company. Which and is we're so good. Everyone should go buy all their stuff because it they is. they really are a witch's wet dream, literally. Oh my god, um, <laughs> that is a great analogy. Holy shit! Yes, they they truly are. Once again, a witch's wet dream. Um, you know, we do we do a ton of stuff, but. I'll let the viewer or the listener um, experience that for themselves. But yeah, um, I where have do you been... where do you live? <laughs> <laughs> I live in New Jersey now, yes. Um, yes. but I'm a traveler, so I've yes. bopped from Pennsylvania to New Jersey, um, several places in New Jersey, and several places in Pennsylvania. Um, so I hope to continue that bopping. To California. Yes, to California, as evidenced by my Pacific. I know, you can't see it. Yeah, because we changed (laughs) our backgrounds and it is California. I'm like, oh, PCH, what's up? Yeah, we're basically Mm -hmm. on the same coast right now. I will be on the Pacific coast at some point, not only because 
my person lives there, but also because, I mean, the amount of serial killers there. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. Thank God that this. Research. Thank God that this is the Halloween episode. <laughs> Thank God this goes more into spooky season. But I'm like this normally. I know. Explicit content. <laughs> spooky season is all year round. Let me tell you. All year round, 365 days. That's why people yes. ask me what I'm going to be for Halloween. I'm always like, I'm a witch 365 days a year. Like, I'm literally but myself. Like, there's nothing. I'm literally going to be myself on Halloween. <laughs> you just need the hat. All you have to do is wear your hat. And oh, you already have your room, so. Wait a minute. Oh Hang on. Shut Hang the on. fuck up. Pause. No, she did not. She's going into the other room right now. I think, oh my god, we have that. Oh, that's a good fucking hat. Please wear it the whole time. You have to wear it the whole time now. I will. Oh Absolutely. shit, we got can, can it. Can really oh. see it? But... No, I can see it. It looks great. Okay. Awesome. All right, here we are. Full now I feel. I feel better. This feels so much better. <laughs> this feels right. I want to get into. I. I mean, personally, I think this. She has a boyfriend named Zach. Yes. We, we call him dad. The point because, of this. <laughs> yeah, not the point, not the point. But ever since, oh my God, we didn't talk about how we met. So we met, no. was it three, four, three years ago, four years oh, ago? Oh gosh. Mm. It feels like forever, but, but yeah, I, it might've been three or four years ago. Three or four years ago with a mutual friend. And yeah. literally ever since that night that I met you and Zach, I was like, that's it. Cool. Okay. We're, this is family, literally family. Yeah. And it has been so, well, I will, I'll let you get into like how and you and Zach met, but I will say that you and Zach's relationship is probably one of the best relationships I have ever witnessed and ever just, it's so true though. You guys are just so, ah, I just, I love the story and I love, I can't wait for everyone to hear it, but it's just (laughs) so wonderful just to know there is hope in the world to find, (laughs) to have a relationship like that. I it's 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 so wonderful and amazing and I'm just gonna stop okay so how did you and Zach meet I'm just gonna shut (laughs) up (laughs) so um a mutual friend took me to um well first of all I was going to school in Philadelphia um I was my freshman year at school and I was absolutely miserable I had just kind of entered into a new chapter in my life. I was struggling with depression that I had had, but you know, when you're clinically depressed and you enter into a new change, a new mm-hmm. cycle, um, a new phase of the moon, it really takes a toll on you. And, and a lot of people, I think, um, kind of dive into mental health at this point. Yes. Um, but you know, I was really struggling, very miserable, and you know. My good friend said, why don't you come with me to a concert? It's in Philadelphia, but, you know, it'll be a a positive time. It'll be a fun time. We'll be together. You'll get to meet new people. Um, I hadn't really, since I had gone off to college um, and she was a friend from Scranton, I hadn't really gotten a chance to see a lot of her, which we were very close. So that was tough for both of us, I think. Um, So we got together. We got in some cute black dresses. Um, smeared some lipstick on mm-hmm. and we um, took the two hour, two, two and a half hour drive down to Philadelphia. Um, and the show was at a place called World Cafe Live, which is um, it's kind of a, a medium sized venue. A lot of acts come through there, both big and small. Um, so 
Zach's, Zach comes into the story because he it was part of the band. He was a lead guitarist in the band that um, was playing that night. So I knew nothing about this band. My friend was friends with the, the um, lead singer and the, um, the head of the band. Yes. Um, so they were close, um, good friends. And I was just kind of along for the ride. I didn't expect anything. And, and, you know, my history of relationships has never been like this before. That's another thing I have to make a point of saying because Zach is a unique spirit. Um, in every... In literally uh, every way. In every way possible, literally. Yeah. We'll get into that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we will dive. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, my history with relationships has never been like this before. I've never really been in a super long relationship, a super deep relationship. I've had good relationships in the past with great people. And some of them I'm still friends with today. But things have always gotten in the way of Mm -hmm. those. Just fate, I think, has just always put its foot in my path in prior relationships. Um, So... I was never the kind of person that really would say, let's take a leap on someone. I kept to myself. I was, you know, obviously obnoxious, but also to myself. <laughs> so, um, you know, I have a strong personality. I'm high maintenance. I, I'm aware of this. I'm an A-type. And it, that's hard for some men to deal with, rightfully and understandably so. I'm a tall drink of iced tea. Um, <laughs> yes, I wasn't, because I wasn't going to say water. I'm like, no, you're not water. You are no, not water. I'm a Long Island, I say. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we get there, and we are all around some of the youngest people there. Um, but it was a mixed crowd. Uh, but we were pretty young. We were like 17 and 18. So we put, of course, being us, we pushed ourselves right to the front. And Zach came out. And he, um, you know, he, Zach came out to like make sure his guitars were all set up, make sure everything was tuned, um, that he had a good stage to be set on. And I literally looked at my friend and I said, who's that? Oh. And she was like, ah, I, I'm not sure. I think that might be the uh, guitarist. And I was like, he, he, looks, he looks like Keith Richards. What? <laughs> Who is that? Who is this guy? Is that your is that your friend? And she was like, No, I'm I don't I don't think I've met him before. And I was like, at this point, you know, like my my everything was the Rolling Stones. Um, so, and you know, with understanding, Zach does resemble Keith Richards a little bit. Not when he was, of course, passed out like drunk with vomit all over his shirt somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but Zach could be like a relative of him. It's I've always thought this. Um, but, you know, that's what caught the attention. That is not what has held the attention. Let me just put that out there. Um, so I was, like, kind of captivated. And that doesn't happen to me, you know? Like, that is not something that I've never really met a person that has held my interest so intently and just kind of, like, taken me, you know? So I was like, oh, my God. Like, I've literally never met someone... I mean, I hadn't even met him at this point, but I was like, I've never, I've never been so, you know, entangled with someone by just sight before. So that was like one thing that was very different for me. 
Um, and you know, they, they came on the stage, they played, they did a great set. They might've done two sets. I'm not really sure. Time kind of stood still. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the sake of not sounding completely corny, but it's going to happen anyway, I was really just captivated by him all night. I was like staring at him like, yeah. And it's, it's, it's like, it was very one of the, very much one of those moments of, Mm -hmm. oh my God, you know? Um, And it's like, you have a soul connection. And I, I, I literally had not even spoken to him yet. So show ends, they did great. Um, They could have done terrible. And I still would have been like enraptured. Um, I'm not even sure that's a word, but it is now. No, I think it is. I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a fact checker on this podcast. Whatever. <laughs> so I, um, after the show, I was, I was like dizzy from this whole, whole circumstance. And my friend and I were kind of waiting for them to come out so we can talk to them and tell them how great we thought they did because we had no shame. Um, and I saw Zach talking to, um, I think it was their PR person who was a girl, woman, sorry, not a girl. And, <laughs> and I got like, I was, I was like, oh no, like I think it must be his, like his girlfriend or something. And I was like really disappointed. And my friend was just like, no, you know, don't like, don't think that, don't think the worst. Let's just be positive, you know? So <laughs> um, they both came out. I made a fumbling idiot of myself. Um, Zach actually came out to try and get his equipment and my friend's mom kind of put a lasso around him and pulled him over because she could tell everyone in the room could tell mm-hmm. um, my eyes were like stars they had stars in them um, <laughs> so she pulled him over he was very much like oh god people you know because that's that, exact yeah. person at like he's the exact yep. he's literally the moon to my son he is the exact opposite of me he's like oh people oh right? my god stop <laughs> <laughs> so he pulls him over i made a fun fumbling ass of myself um someone makes a comment about how i like him and i think that's how we got we got him pulled over um and you know we all chat for a few minutes and i was like wow this boy is really super cool and really interesting and i've never seen or met someone like this in my entire life I'll probably never talk to him again so I was wrong <laughs> that was that was that was wrong <laughs> like. wrong in my life <laughs> so we go back uh, I think I was sleeping at my friend's house that night so we go back to her house because it was a long ass drive um and I you know I once again was captivated I was like oh my god this guy he's so cool what do you think I really like him should I talk to him how do I talk to him blah 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 and she was like, just add him on Facebook. Just just talk to him. And that was- That's you know, when Facebook was the first thing. That's when yeah. Facebook was relevant. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I added him on Facebook. He accepted my friend request within like, I don't know, like 30 minutes, which I was like, oh. <laughs> um, And we just started talking from there. Um, we talked- from that moment on. And the rest is history. The rest Here is history. Here so, you are now. When? Yeah. So you you both were in different, both at different schools. Also, me and Zach mm-hmm. went to school together and we didn't know mm-hmm. that we did. So another yeah. small world. Um, you guys went long distance. And then when did 
the real long distance happen. Well, I have to actually just tell this one story yeah, yeah, real yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of how we actually became official. Ah, yes. Um, so <laughs> that's a good one. Um, so we had the first date. We had like two more dates and then um, we hadn't had the conversation. So I didn't know what we were. I wanted to be with him uh, exclusively, but I didn't know how to ask that. Um because it had never been like so unclear like you know Zach Zach just thought we were kind of in communication and and it was like communication breakdown for me um which like you know was mostly just me not like paying attention I guess um to the signs but again we never had the conversation so the friend that I mentioned previously um I went to her about it. I was like, you know, you've been with your boyfriend for like three or four years. Um, how, how do you have that conversation? And um, I guess, what are the signs that you look for? And she was like, well, you know, you don't need signs if you have the conversation. <laughs> um, so basically what you're going to ask, what you're going to do is you're going to put it into um, a conversation that a man can understand. And I was like, which is? And she was like, which is food? And I was like, okay um what 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 do I say and she was like well you're gonna ask him about the pizza that you have between the two of you and you're gonna ask him what kind of pizza it is are you and you're gonna say is this a pizza for two people or is this a pizza for 16 people and I was like okay let me try that yeah so I think I had the yeah I think I talked to him about this in person I think we were like just sitting on his bed, probably just watching a show or something. And in the early days of Netflix. Yes. Um, and I turned to him and I was just like, I have a question for you. And he was like, okay, go ahead. And I said, this pizza that we have between us. And he was like, you want pizza? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, this pizza that we have like right now. And he was like, we don't have pizza right now. And I was oh like, my God. The pizza that we have, the pizza that we have. Is this a pizza? And every time I said pizza, his eyes would just get bigger. Like, what do you want? Pizza. He wants pizza. And he's also like, wants a straight answer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This pizza that we have, is it for two people or is it for 16 people? And he was quiet for a minute. And then he was like, I'm going to have to get back to you on that. I, I, I'll get back to you on that. And I was like, fuck. I blew it. Like, I freaked him out. I confused him. He doesn't want to be exclusive. I fucked up. So the next day he calls me like really early. I think like, you know, we both had early classes. And he said, I thought about the pizza. And I was like, oh, okay. You thought about the pizza? Uh, I'm sorry. That was weird. And he was like, no, this is a pizza for two people. I get what you're saying now. I just couldn't get past the pizza part. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, well, I guess that's my fault because that was a stupid analogy, but it was also funny. So you can't glad- talk about food to guys. I feel like because, well, I mean, anyone, I mean, you can't talk about food to us because we fucking want the food. Sushi? So, Sushi yeah. waterfalls? <laughs> Sushi, right? <laughs> Ice cream? So word to the wise, don't talk to your man or woman about food just ask them if you're exclusive straight up but 
You know what? Uh, it was funny and we both remember it and it's a great story. So I can't wait. I think for the wedding, I'm going to do something with pizza. Like, I feel like uh, I'm going to like make a embroidered something. I can't make, yeah. I can't make shit, but I feel pizza like bagels, hot pockets, pizza bagels. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you had that talk. Yeah. You, it started the long distance and then it really started the yeah. long distance. So how did that start? So I lived in Scranton. Um, I was going to school in Philadelphia. Zach lived in, I'm not going to disclose where Zach lived because that's personal, but Zach lived in a small town in New Jersey outside of Philadelphia. So Jersey Delphia. Zach lived in Jersey Delphia. And so Zach was very familiar with the city, extremely street smart, um, very versatile, as you know. Um, And I was not. I was a, you know, I had literally spent the first 13 years of my life in the woods, like a proper witch. Right. Um, And then I moved to Scranton to be closer to my grandparents. Um, And I lived there. I went to high school there throughout my high school years. Catholic schoolgirls, recovering Catholic schoolgirls unite. Mm -hmm. Um, So (laughs) when, you know, when I was going back home, from school. Um, I also didn't really like the program that I was in in school. So I was considering transferring anyway, even before I met Zach. And, you know, that was something that we had to have a talk about. Um, You know, my mom at that point, so we, um, I lived in Scranton and that was long distance whenever I would go home from school. or when I would go home for the summer, obviously. So that was two and a half hour, two, two, two and a half hours away, depending on how fast you drive, I guess. Right. Um, and we were actually, um, at the end of that year, we were moving out of the Scranton house and we moved to a very small town in Northern New Jersey, literally in like the woods, the Delaware Water Gap area in, on the Jersey side. So I was, you know, not happy at Chestnut Hill um, and considering transferring. And I talked to Zach about this and I said, you know, no offense to you. You know, I think you're amazing and I do want to continue this relationship, but I'm not going to let a man dictate where I go to school or where I, you know, spend my time. And he was like, good, don't. You know, I completely agree with that. Do what makes you happy. So we had to transition to long distance because um, that, you know, the area that I was in, in Northern New Jersey, that's about, it's about the same distance, two and a half, almost three hours from Philadelphia, um, especially where we both were in Philadelphia. Um, So that was a long ways away, but you know, Zach was there every step of the way. Um, And through school, we spent about what, four, five-ish years of our relationship long distance. So it was pretty miserable. I mean, I grew emotionally attached to Zach super quick because he's such an interesting personality. He's the exact opposite from me, so of course, I'm going to be instantly attracted to him. Right. Um, and, you know, he's emotionally supportive. He, um, 
is like a light in the darkness. He's an all around great person. Um, so when he was around, there was a lot of light in my life. And then when he wasn't around, you know, the light went out. And that was, you know, at the point I had really started experiencing a lot of my like heavy depressional symptoms at the start of school, I was still going through it. Yeah. You know, I was still really at the height of it uh, and trying to figure out who I was, trying to figure out um, what my brain was doing, you know? Absolutely. But that was a very transitional period for the both of us where we were trying to figure out you know, how we were going to do our relationship long distance. I was <laughs> going through an identity crisis at this point. Um, just because, you know, I'd been uprooted. And of all the mental things I was going through. But Zach was just, he was that lighthouse, you know. Um, always still, always reachable. Um, even if the boat was caught in storm, I could always see that light. So the long distance relationship wasn't as hard because he was always such a foundational person that I could lean on, you know? But and I feel like, sorry, just to cut you no, off. Like, I feel like with Zach, like you were saying, he's somebody that you can lean on even as a friend. Like yeah. when I, I can always lean on him and he will mm -hmm. always give the best advice. And even yeah. when after like the two of you graduated and you got a job in New York, like yeah. you had a job opportunity and you were living at home and he was living at home. Yep. Long distance. Once again, the fact that he even would stay cause I, oh, this was like so much fun when I lived in New York. And then every yeah. Monday, like he would drive, like the two of you would like take mm -hmm. the train into the city. You yep. work and Zach is sitting at, um, Bryant park. Mm -hmm. And I would go up when I'm done with all my stuff. I would hang out. We would all get lunch. I would hang out yep. with Zach more. And like, that just even shows the dedication and just the passion that he has. I'm also passion. He is one of the most amazing musicians mm -hmm. I have ever seen heard in my life. He can play every single fucking instrument. And I'm yep. like, he it, learns it, everything. He learns fucking everything. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And the fact yeah. like that's dedication and just, I keep saying it gives hope because the two of you found each other at the time that you needed each other. And now yeah. look at this relationship that you have. Yeah. In my personal world, I was exploring, exploring Buddhism. I was getting back into my witchy roots. Um, I had learned uh, witchcraft and I, you know, I always kind of knew that I was different and weird and weird things would happen to me. You know, I'd walk under streetlights and they go out and, you know, hear whispers, uh, you see things, um, lots of weirdness in my childhood growing up. Um, just constantly just seeing the dead people everywhere. That was, that was always an interesting thing. Um, having this ability to wish something into action, um, using the, the small, the, um, the small, smaller aspects of my psyche to um, push things out into the mundane world and right. make them magical, right? Right. So I always knew that was like a little spark. I had um, really started to explore it when I was, you know, 
very young. So that's something that I'm constantly exploring and evolving and learning, as you know, new things about myself. Yeah. I recently learned that I'm probably a psychic medium. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was something that I was kind of coming back into as well. Um, you know, learning divination, learning um, the herbal arts, learning, um, you know, just everything about witchcraft and its history and started getting into it again, probably in college. Um, it really blossomed out of me like fully. I was always practicing in my room when I was younger and, you know, pentagrams everywhere and always trying to contact deities. Um, not Satanism though. Let's get that, that straight right there for all the uh, skeptics out there. Hi, yes. Um, no devil in the craft, but you know, there was always some magical aspect to the mundane and, you know, I brought it up to Zach, um, because I didn't scare him, you know? Mm. Uh, and it was around the time that I was, um, you know, transitioning, transitioning out of college into that New York life. Right. Um, and, you know, before I met, a couple of years before I met you, I had really like solidified that interest. Right. And um, kind of started, I came out of the broom closet, calling right. myself a witch, introducing myself as a witch. And still, even a couple of years before I met you, people were t a little taken aback by that. And I was like, you yeah, know, fuck you. I'm a witch. Yeah deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, your girlfriend's a witch. You can't so, help what the, um, like you like to call the goddess. You don't, you, you can't help like what powers that you have been given. Yeah. Like this didn't just auto, like this didn't just, I mean, it, it did just happen, but, uh, it, you were passed down with that. Exactly. Like, and you can't ignore that. You can't yeah. ignore those amazing powers that you have. Right. It's no. definitely, I think that anybody can be a witch, but I think that there's also people that culture this generational lineage of magic from a very young age. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, I sat him down and I was like, listen, um, surprise, your girlfriend's a witch. Um, I don't want to freak you out, but like, I want to read palms and I want to read tarot and I want to charge my crystals on my body and do, you know, rituals in my bedroom. Is that going to weird you out? Like, what do you think about that? Um, you know, he, he grew up quote unquote Catholic, but his family's not very religious no. um, or devout. My family, I came from an extremely devout um heretical Christian uh, community. And um, there's a lot of like staunch Catholics in Scranton. Um, so that whole community was very hard to break out and say, I'm different, you know? Um, and I'm proud of my difference. Um, I'm independent and this is who I am. That was unheard of in that area. Everybody was a Catholic or dead. So, <sighs> You know, that, of course, coming from that world and knowing Zach was baptized Catholic, that scared me. I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to lose him because of this. But I can't I can't say no to my intuition. I can't push it down. That's the thing about me. When I get something in my head, I 
I, I beat it till it's dead. Yeah. Um, so I had the conversation with Zach and I said, you know, I, I've always had this interest in witchcraft. I feel that I'm being pulled towards it and that I need to start calling myself a witch because that's what I am. I need to start recognizing who I am. And Zach had been there through the identity crisis, the Buddhist phase, the Hindu phase, you know. Um, he knew that I leaned pagan. Um, and he said, you know what? I love you for who you are. And I want you to be who you are. Um, I want you to do everything that makes you happy. And who cares if I agree or disagree with it? But by the way, I think it's super cool. Because it is. It is. I mean, because of you, like, I, I, I mean, I started reading tarot and I started seeing what more spirituality I have and yeah. I'm charging crystals on my fucking body and mm -hmm. I literally have a bag of crystals with me every single day and That's by my bedside. And yep. it's just, it's, it's a whole other realm that people are scared about, but they shouldn't yeah. be because it's, it's the world. Like it, it's, it's not, yeah, not scary. It's nothing to do with evil. No. Evil is not a concept that is within witchcraft. I mean, yes, people can be evil and people can be good, but that's not a concept in witchcraft. Witchcraft is a way, you know, it's the channeling of the natural power of the earth yeah. um, and the cosmos and the spirit world, you know, it's, it doesn't have a black or white aspect to it at all. Right. And that's the problem is that, you know, everybody categorizes it a certain way. But thankfully, Zach didn't. Zach was open. And that's something that probably what I love about him most is that he such an open mind. Yeah. You know, he, um, you know that he is very linguistic. Yeah. He learned Arabic because he was interested in Islam. He loves yeah. Islam. He thinks it's super cool. So that is something that a traditional Catholic would probably not find interest in the witchcraft thing worked um yeah and i've only become more loud and he's only become more supportive there you go so you were in new york and you had a job doing the long distance you mm -hmm. got an offer for a new job down yes. in pennsylvania and down in philly yep and because of that job no more long distance. You guys are yes. literally, literally living on top of each other in on his parents' top house. Of each other in his tiny, tiny, well, not so tiny, but no. it was, you know, tiny coming from a whole house of right. my own right. to his bedroom. That was our domain. Right. Um, so yeah, that was hard. Um, it was a small space. We were stuck on each other like glue. Yes. <laughs> All of my shit was piled into his room. But we you know what? You made it clean. You made it very, very clean. At I least you're a pack rat, but I'm a clean pack rat. There's a difference. Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, I think it's difficult to live with anybody else's family besides your own. You know, you have to constantly be on your best behavior. Um, and depend, like, the relationship you have with them doesn't even matter. You have to be respectful. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, so there was a lot of um, me just kind of suppressing my personality and my interests because I didn't want to weird his family out um, and making sure that everybody had 
you know, space from each other was very difficult. Right. Um, because, you know, we shared, like we shared the bathroom with his sister and then his parents were kind of on the other side of the house. But, you know, we were all still kind of like on top of each other. So, you know, personalities get in the way right. and different ways of living get in the way. Everybody has their own ideal way of living and running their own life in their own home. Right. So I kind of came into his family's life and I really just, you know, I, I, uh, I shuffled the cards for them and they shuffled the cards. Ah. For ah, yes. Yeah. That was, that was very good. Very good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, with that being, well, going into literally different personalities clashing, the coronavirus happened yes. and now personalities are really clashing because mm -hmm. You're literally living on top of each other even yeah. more than before. How Can't was the, the start of that for you? That was tough. For you and Zach. Um, so Zach and I had kind of had the idea, oh, this will be very temporary. You know, I'll get down there. Um, I'll be able to establish myself and make a better wage than I was in New York. Right. Be able to move out. And, you know, I wasn't, in the place that I wanted to be in that division. Um, so I wasn't making a lot of money or at least the amount of money that I felt I deserved. Um, and, you know, work was one thing, home life was another. They were both beasts. Right. Um, so going to work every day, I would be able to escape the, you know, being on top of everybody situation. And getting to explore the city, go to your favorite station yeah. spot. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, have my kind of personal time. Yes. And, you know, I would be able to go to the gym every day. And that was a big part of my routine was my personal time at the gym. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, work was, was hellish. I was getting a lot of experience and I was, you know, becoming a harder person. I was, that's, that's the thing too. I feel that throughout my relationship with Zach, I have changed a lot. And he has, he's changed for the better, but he's mm -hmm. still like that same kind of person that he always was. And I'm just kind of wearing 25 different hats constantly, <laughs> you know, like today I'm uh, a, a lion. Uh, tomorrow I'll be a water buffalo, you know, like it's oh, just water buffaloes are cool. Place. Water yeah. buffaloes are fucking fierce. <laughs> you ever seen those nature shows? Well, they will take down a lion. They, they will, will take, take you down. down. Take one down. So you know, it wasn't an easy situation to live with because at work, I was under a lot of pressure. At home, I was under a lot of pressure. Right. So I was very, I felt very trapped. Um, and we wanted to move out, but I was, you know, not in a financial position. I didn't think to move out. I didn't really want to think about it um, because I didn't think things were going well enough to be able to move out. Um, so when the coronavirus hit and we couldn't leave the house, uh, that was oh, crazy. I mean, you know, not only are we kind of all in each other's faces, but we can't even have a break from each other, right. you know, and everybody needs a break from each other. Absolutely. Everybody. Absolutely. Um, so Zach yeah, did become a very good chef though. Yeah. I mean, you already was, but he's like pro he chef. He dove right into that. He's now like a five-star Michelin chef, definitely. Good for him. Yep. But, you know, we're all trying to work. I'm trying to work remotely. 
his mom's trying to work remotely, his dad's trying to work remotely. Um, and, you know, we're all on meetings at the same time, um, trying to keep everybody's participants from hearing the other meeting that's going on in the other right. room. Zach is out of work at this point because, as you know, Broadway shut down. So most the music industry, yeah, most, the music industry shut down. You know, yep. the entertainment industry shut down. Yes. And so, when you take someone's a big part of someone's identity from them, as you know, that like really takes a chunk out of them. Mm-hmm. So Zach's going through it. Um, I'm trying to juggle being with his family 24 seven and, um, you know, trying to also be on for work. Right. I'm, you know, also in my sacred space. Um, so, you know, he's trying to stay in one part of the house. I'm trying to stay in another. Everybody's on top of each other. Um, happy to see the dog every day, Paco. He's Paco a, Taco. Such a, such a Taco beautiful boy. little delicious man. Yes, he um, is. So happy to have a chihuahua on my lap, but, you know, still in a, just a drizzling state of mind. My mind was constantly drizzling in there. Um, <laughs> what made full you... Story, but... No, absolutely. Uh, what made you may have the decision of it's time to move. Like why, why did you, and when did you feel comfortable in wanting to do that? Yeah. I think just the fact that Zach and I had such a small space to ourselves, it was too much togetherness. We needed to be able to have space from each other. And, you know, I felt a little like I was becoming a burden on his family, you know, and he felt the same way too. He was like, you know, this was meant to be temporary. We not only don't want to live with our family anymore, but um, they they want their space from us. You know, it's time to- And you guys key. have never really, I mean, eight, has it been eight years? Is it eight years now? Seven, eight it's years? It's going to be nine in January. My goodness gracious. Eight <laughs> years of you two being in a relationship and you've never had, you haven't had your own space yeah it's never just been the two of you and yeah. Vivi, of course but yes, of course. Vivi is their child dog who's child. coming yes who who will be arriving in november yes um, my twin <laughs> yes i'm so excited he's the light of my life but um besides me yeah besides you besides yeah. that um so yeah i mean we had never really been able to live completely by ourselves before i'd always had a roommate you know, right. when I was out of my parents' house or I was, you know, living with my mom, um, who was a great roommate, but strong personality. Hey, I um, feel you. I live with my parents. Like, yeah. I get it. Yeah, we both have super strong personalities. She is the one of the great loves of my life. Um, but, you know, at that point, I was an immature bitch. Um, and she had had like 20 years with me at that point. So um, actually our our relationship really strengthened when I moved out into his parents' house because I missed her like desperately. You know, she's my best friend. Um, And 
you know, I would go up. That was another thing that was a real toll on my mental health was I would visit her every other week, every right. other weekend. Right. So just to have my own space, you know, have, our, have my own room that people weren't constantly in and out of, you know, Absolutely. because I need a lot of alone time. And for those Hill House fans out there, yes. Shirley needs her Shirley time you know? Mm-hmm. And even from like Zach, Zach and I both need like a large measure of alone time because we are loners. Yeah. Know? Yes. Um, so that all compounded. And I was like, we're moving out. You know, we need to move out. We need to, we need to start our lives. And he was like, oh, I absolutely agree. Let's look for places. So we found a great place. Um, five minutes away from his parents so we could still be accessible. Um, that will not be forever because I have my sights set on Massachusetts and California. God, I'm so freaking excited to come visit. I mean, I will come visit your place now, but like, (laughs) yes, even, oh God, I'm so excited. Which city? It's gonna, it's gonna be great. Um, Salem, here we come. Yes. But yeah, I mean, this was kind of a huge step that I get to run my own like house. I get to do laundry whenever I want. I get to take baths whenever I want. You get to have as many plant babies as you want. 30 and counting. 30 and counting. (laughs) All the fungus gnats you could ever want in your life. I'm so, yes, (laughs) we need that. What do you think strengthen? Well, I think it's so crazy how the two of you are not crazy, but the two of you made a huge step into your relationship and finally having a place your own during a not so great time. During a national pandemic. That's another angle we should discuss. Isn't Um, that, I think, I feel like a lot of people right now are doing that, especially in relationships like episode two, Camille and her boyfriend, they're like, we need, yeah, it's a pandemic, but we need to start our lives together. And why not start it during a pandemic when you have to have even more time together than before. That's the thing too. You know, the market's good right now. Right. Um, The market's either bad or it's good. So you have, obviously, you know, people were leaving Los Angeles and mass. People were leaving New York and mass, you know, because yeah, so many people are out of a job right now. Right. People aren't getting enough support from our grand old government. Um, So people can't pay rent, you know? That also leaves open the opportunity for people um, to kind of move into spaces that are now lowering rents. Right. So I think that's a lot of people that can are moving out now because rents are in some places becoming lower and more opportune. Absolutely. Uh, So we were like, you know, this pandemic, while it is horrendously horrible, we've lost way too many Americans and too many people are sick without support. Um, This may be an opportunity for us to slide out, you know, to slither out and slither into our new place. And have Um, some happiness because there, we have to find that happiness and that positivity during a time like this. Yeah. Yeah. And now, yeah. And now look at your place. Like it's literally your coven. (laughs) It's literally Your coven. What do you think was the number one thing that you learned about each other? Or what was something that it really strengthened in your relationship hmm. during this time? 
that Zach will put things off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I bet you probably did learn more shit about him than you knew. Yeah, I mean, I think that what did I learn about him is that um, I, I think the what I learned from him is there's constantly more opportunity mm-hmm. to change and evolve and learn something new, cooking, you know, um, take up a new craft, take up a new art. Um, and also, like I said in the beginning of the episode, I was never the type of person to be really captured by someone else and their personality right. and, and just everything. Um, so, you know, I think I've gotten even closer to him. I don't love being even in a different room sometimes. I always like to, I kind of, I kind of like annoyingly follow him around the apartment when he's <laughs> just trying to be alone. <laughs> but, you know, um, I think that I always talk about Zach in terms of he's a part of an extension of my soul a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we obviously are very independent and, and our own people, but he has become kind of an extension of my soul. And I think he feels similarly. Mm-hmm. Um, and being without him is hard for me. So I haven't had a problem at all during this pandemic besides can you please clean the kitchen now? Thank you. Um, <laughs> please clean the kitchen so I can clean everything else in the apartment. Please and um, thank you. Please and thanks. Uh, thoughts and prayers. Um, but I really like being around him all the time. Um, and he's a huge source of security for me. And he seems to be pretty comfortable around me too, except when I know, I know that he needs his alone time when he goes into the... Uh, the spare room, which is the room I'm in now, and yes. picks up a guitar and starts Needs to jam, fiddling around. Yeah, so I'm just like, all right, I'll I'll leave him alone, but you know, maybe I'll go in and stare at him for a while to come hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> what recommendations do you have for relationships during this time? I think you know. I think it's been mentioned on your podcast before. Um, communication is key. Um, yes, communication is yes. key. Sorry, Always no. being honest with your significant other in your pain points and your positive points. Um, you know, this made me really happy. This made me really upset. Can you please do this next time? Um, or can you please do it this way? Or something like that, you know? Um, but I think honesty right there uh, you know, especially for people who are just starting relationships right now, who have you been around? Have you been in contact with people um, that might have tested positive? You know, yeah. not suppressing any kind of information to be able to help keep the spread of COVID down right now. And, you know, it's flu season too. Get your flu shots. Well, uh, I got mine like a month ago. Good, good. Yeah. And just, Try to um, eat your vegetables, take your vitamins, um, (laughs) and just be honest with each other. Um, Be open and communicate. I think it's now more than ever, it's a great opportunity to really show someone your true self. Uh If you say, have an interest in witchcraft, or you have an interest in um, painting Bob Ross stuff or whatever, talk to your significant other about that and say, you know, this is what I'm into. This is 
this is what I'd like to start to absorb into my identity. Why don't we explore this together? Or, you know, I'd really appreciate your support on this. And be you. I'll close it with that. I, I love that. I think, like I said in the beginning of this episode, your relationship, it just gives hope. And you two went, have gone through a lot of shit, a lot of shit from the beginning till now. You made it work. You had that constant communication and it just shows like, don't give up. Don't give up yeah. on anything or someone or something. If you really, if you feel it, like you knew, you knew from the beginning and now look where you are now. And yep. I, I mean, and look I where we are now. ass down. Exactly. And I made him like me. Exactly. <laughs> be a Leo. Be a fucking, yes, be a fucking Leo. Since <laughs> this is like the Halloween episode, basically. It's coming out, I think, two days before Halloween, the 29th, something like that. Yeah. I asked Sean if we could do some readings because yes. I feel like we, we should with the mother witch right here. So I want to get into it. And we're going to both do, do some readings. I'm not yes. that good, but I'm, I'm excited. I think this is going to be I fun. mean, it's not even about being good. It's just about having intuition, right? Like, I don't have all the major and minor arcana um, memorized. I use the little booklet. I'm oh, that's, a, yeah. It. I also love for... Afraid. Yeah, I also love for the one I have. Like, I just love all the descriptions with all the animals. I just think it's so cool to read it. Exactly. Like, and each of these books, you know, not a lot of people realize that each of these booklets, um, depending on your deck, this is really where your artist comes in with their interpretation. Yes. And it's super interesting in order to understand their cards, their deck, to read this little booklet. Because, you know, you can read this little Paulina tarot um, deck booklet. And you could, re you could go over here to Sky Alexander's Modern Witchcraft Book of Tarot. Mm -hmm. They could be two completely different um, designs. Absolutely. Of Absolutely. not only the artwork, but also what the artwork has to say. So Which one are you going to use? I'm going to use Paulina because I got that with you. And it's special to me. I love, I, if you are into tarot or want a tarot deck, Paulina Cassidy, she has the most stunning decks. They are beautiful. And I love how we're both using different decks of hers, which is mm -hmm. like super, super awesome. We and should link these in this episode. Yes, you are right. Yeah, we will link yeah. her. If she wants to sponsor me too, that'd be totally fine. <laughs> sponsor <laughs> Link, give me free decks, please. <laughs> Okay, so what should we do about? Should we do just an overall, like a general review? Oh, sorry, Phil. I know. That freaked you out. <laughs> oh my God. He literally is looking like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> What's that? Like, um, why don't what we you pull doing? two cards for each other? Okay. That's what I usually, I used to usually do three, but I'm feeling two tonight. Let's get saucy. Let's get saucy. <laughs> Let's you get right. saucy. Let's get fucking like margarita pizza saucy. Pumpkin saucy. Pumpkin saucy. <laughs> yes. Okay. 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 Are we going right, to do it so at the same time? Should we? Yeah. yeah why not? Okay. It. Okay. Ready? One, two. Oh my God. Ooh. Literally got my favorite card. What's your favorite card? The moon. You literally got the moon. <laughs> wow. Very nice. You got Page of Swords and Justice. Okay. I like I love so, Justice. I love the Justice card. 
Justice card is cool. However, it is important to acknowledge that it is reversed. Okay. So that is not a bad thing. When no, 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 no. It's reversed. It just simply means that maybe you're not there yet. You know, you have some I more work to do. I'm probably not. And that's okay. <laughs> you know what? That's okay. You know None what? of us are That's there. okay. That is, yeah. So you got the moon and five of shells. Do you want me to read first? Because yes, I love descriptions. Go ahead okay. and read it. So the moon is the owl, which for some reason, I don't know why the moon is just very captivating in my life mm -hmm. and I'm just always my attractions to the moon is just I, I love it I love Look everything about yeah exactly I don't know <laughs> I just always love the moon and this owl god it's just so fucking beautiful like it's stunning oh literally stunning yes the, the, everything about it so yeah. the moon is imagination and perception owl's time is the night when subconscious powers are at their peak by the light of Owl and her mysterious moon comes a flood of insight. A silent observer of intuitive knowledge, our Owl pierces through illusions, bringing the hidden to light. The imagination is a powerful tool. It can be used creatively, creatively, hello, or it can be used to strike terror within. Emotions will also shape the perception of any situation. Owl is here to assist you in seeing your way clearly through fear and into the, into the light of truth. Even in the cloak of darkness, your path will be illuminated. Trust in your instincts. Pay attention to dreams and watch for signs that will guide you. Wow. All I can say is wow. That's very relevant. It is. No, it is very relevant. And you know what's so crazy? I saw an owl. Was it last weekend or last week? I saw an owl. I've never seen an owl wow. before. And they I. They are majestic. They are. Like, and I spotted it like a fucking mile away. Wow. It Did was just head go all the way around. I love it. No, I wish. Uh, but I saw it and I was like, why is there an owl here? I've never seen one in the valley. Intuition. Intuition. Yes. The <laughs> next one that you got. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Can what were you no, gonna say? No, it's okay. I was gonna say it's especially interesting because um my principal deity, Hecate, she is the goddess of the moon, of witches, of the crossroads. So yeah. I feel that she is very represented in that card. Mm -hmm. And I've been I've been contacting her a lot lately and uh, talking to her a lot. So I think that card is telling me that she hears me and, and just chill out, Sean. Chill out, Sean. <laughs> the next one you got is the five of shells, which is the firefly. Hope and readjustment. Firefly's glow is the spark to a light for hope. This little illuminator is a reminder that things are not always as they seem. They will show you that your path will be lighter and clearer by allowing beauty to grace your life. Firefly Shining Light is the embodiment of the freedom of the spirit. She is the promise of repairing a broken spirit through faith in yourself. By igniting your inner light, healing takes place. This healing releases sorrow, which brings a renewed outlook for the future. Lesson, learn from the lesson of experience and focus on the light in your life. The light within is stronger than you know. By finding ways to reinvigorate yourself, you will find the direction that best suits your life at this time. That's lovely. I, I think that. that could have been, I think that could have been with work. I think that could have been with friends, mm -hmm. with certain with situations, health. with health. I think, I think yeah. with life right now and everything that's going on, mm -hmm. it's, God, these cards are like, that was like pretty fucking spot on. And this is another reason why I like to reinforce that you should always read your booklet that comes with your deck, even if you have everything memorized and you're a really amazing tarot reader. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that it's always important to understand 
and put yourself into that artist perspective of what they're drawing. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, a lot of people like to read the um, Rider Waite Smith deck. That's a very yes. traditional deck. Um, and that is a great beginner deck because it is, it brings all the traditional messages together. But that deck's art is so different from, let's say, the Paulina deck. Absolutely. The, um, your deck, the, the animal deck, spirit animal, I think, right? Spirit song. Spirit song. Sorry. Yes. We don't, we don't like the word spirit animal. It's, it's appropriation. So <laughs> let's cut that part out. <laughs> spirit song. Yes. Um, that was beautiful. And I don't think you could get that really from just, you know, pulling it out of your knowledge of a certain deck. So yeah. good things to do. <laughs> Claps yes. and snaps. I agree. All right. So your cards, you got the page of swords. Yes. So let's read the page of swords. Though dressed in a flamboyant costume, the page assumes a warrior stance. The winged cat represents his rational thought and grace, while the other peculiar creature represents his devious ways. Meanings, rational intellect, recovery from depression, facing problems, justice, courage. Super interesting that you have that duality in that card. Yeah. So it's kind of like a crossroads card a little bit. It's like you're preparing yourself for something while at the same time kind of standing with your demons and they are at your back. So you've learned from the situation that you have been in previously and you're ready to take on, what did it say? Rational intellect, recovery from depression, facing problems, justice, courage, facing problems. I think, you know, this being for you, this is such a great card for you because the growth that you have experienced even just in these past six months I think you've grown so much you've become comfortable in a place that you weren't previously you never thought you would be back in California yeah. you were like I'm I'm a New Yorker and you yeah. are you'll, you'll always be a New Yorker yeah. but now you're back in California you're comfortable there you've met a wonderful guy with a wonderful dog you're As having he's currently, a great oh my time. god he is like he's going through such a like hard dream right now like he you know when like dogs like they like <laughs> yes chasing okay, that rabbit to be his friend that's what it's okay doing. you're okay you're fine don't worry <laughs> um yeah so you've made so many strides and like I think you're in a place that you never thought you would be in mm -hmm. yeah so this card really speaks to you I think emotionally physically, mentally, all of them. This is a great card for you. I'm that really glad card. this came up. And here you go. Tarot never lies. Tarot, tarot is a no. mirror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's look at your other card, Justice. Okay. Now, I know Justice, but I want to read it anyway because I want to know what this artist said. Right. So let's find Justice. We could do that um, elevator music while I find it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> all right so this is a really beautiful card too her god she is so uh, her art beautiful fairy unbelievably amazing yeah this is uh, to explain this to the listener this is a a staunch but gorgeous tall fairy with like red blood hair she has a crown she's mm. she has a balance uh, she has um that libra symbol yeah the scales scales yes. that's it she has scales and she has a sword in the other hand. So 
that's it's really beautiful. The the color palette is incredible. Check out the Paulina Tarot friends. Tarot yeah. friends. Yes. Um, so justice. The sun illuminates justice's authority, clarity, and force. Candles burning in the tree bring situations to light. The dragonflies represent change and the ability to see through illusions. The ladybugs at justice's feet trust her in her judgment. That's a that's a really great message. So since this is reversed. This is symbolizing imbalance, injustice, unfairness. Another really interesting card for you. I mean- That's very your, relevant in my life yeah, right now. You had your craft essentially taken from you right now. Yeah. You can't practice your art that you have wound so deeply into your, your personality and your identity. I mean, you're a performer. So Thanks. dealing with this pandemic right now where the entertainment, is, inter entertainment industry is essentially shut down. What did Broadway say? They're not gonna reopen for- they, Till June, but honestly, yeah. I don't think they're gonna open till 2020, which like, it breaks my heart, but- Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's tragic. You're going through a tragic period right now, and I think that's what justice speaks to. But we also have the Page of Swords in the forefront, which is that finding logic. It's facing your demons. Yeah. So and you're I mean, this. without, uh, I would have never started this podcast if none of this happened. Mm -hmm. Like I'm finding, I'm finding new things. So yes. I, it, the cards like, don't fucking lie. No. And I mean, you have that. So this card has candles burning in the background, which it just referenced, which brings everything to light. It illuminates. So while this is like a troublesome period for you, you can still see the light. You can still see that there are candles in the trees. Mm -hmm. and find that light because the page of swords is going to fight for you. Mm has -hmm. has that sword in his hand. He has his demons at his back. He is, he is cool with his demons. He has made peace with his demons. He's using his demons to his advantage. So read it how you want to, but I am seeing that as a very positive, we're going to walk through this and we're going to come out alive and we're going to come out kicking too, is what I think. I love that. Sean, I'm so happy that you wanted to be on one of my episodes. Of I'm course. so, thank you so much. Oh my God. Yeah. Thank you. Stop. I I can't wait for everyone to hear your relationship with Zach and just hear who you are. And like I said, as soon as I met you, I was like, oh, this girl's going to be in my life forever. Like, oh, and you've you can't get rid of me. No, I know. No matter what coast <laughs> we're on. So I, I am just so thankful for you. I fucking love you. Oh, like, I love you. I love you. Tell everyone where to find you, social media, all that good. All yeah, so uh, as we have noted, Facebook is not a vibe anymore. No, so I don't have a Facebook. I deleted my Twitter because Trump depresses me. Um, so you can find uh, me on Instagram at, at Liebehexe, L I E B E H E X X E. So it's the Love Witch in German with one extra X if there you're you go. German speaking. Um, and then same. Uh, Liba Hexa on TikTok too. If you want to watch my baths, your TikTok. No, no, no. The other, the other video of the one when you were in the canoe. Yeah, that my my canoeing oh. trip. Oh, yeah, stunning. That was the Black Lake from Harry Potter. And there you go. That was the Halloween episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to Sean and Zach's story. 
Like I said before, their relationship is so magical, just like the two of them. And I hope that you enjoyed the tarot reading. Tarot is just so freaking awesome. And like we say, the cards don't lie. They haven't lied to me yet, so it's it's pretty bomb. If you like this episode or if you like this podcast, like, subscribe, share on Instagram. It's it's not me, it's COVID Pod. We also have a Facebook page now. Yes, it's not me, it's COVID with Courtney Allen. And until next time on It's Not Me, It's COVID, I'll see you later. <laughs>